This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, let's talk about politics here at home. And as I mentioned, Brian Jean, he's uh, kicked off his leadership campaign for the United Conservative Party, uh, and he's put forward some interesting ideas. Yesterday, he was talking about uh, the democratic reform side of his agenda and put forward the idea of having, uh, A, a referendum on photo radar, and then B, a referendum on equalization. I don't mind the idea of of referendum. Uh, And perhaps we ought to be consulted directly as citizens and taxpayers from time to time. I do think, though, at the same time, politicians should take firm stances and say, look, I believe that we should get rid of this or we should do that and stand on that principle. Not everything needs to go to a referendum. But these are interesting ideas. I want to play for you what Brian Jean had to say yesterday uh, about these two issues in particular. It begins with a commitment to finally let Albertans have their say on the nearly unfettered use of photo radar across Alberta. Currently, only four out of ten provinces have photo radar in place, with Alberta as the only province to allow uninhibited use of photo radar in every single municipality and the only province that allows mobile speed cameras outside of construction and school zones. We will first improve regulations and enforce them on the uses of radar. In the next municipal election, we will then hold a referendum by municipality on their use of photo radar so citizens can decide whether they think it's being used responsibly for safety or instead as an unfair cash cow. Under my leadership, we will also likely at the same time ask Albertans to vote on whether they want Ottawa to sit down with me and my team and renegotiate a better deal on equalization. The Supreme Court has ruled that a clear majority on a clear question from any province to renegotiate parts of the Constitution would compel Ottawa's hand, and we believe this is the best course forward to ensure that Albertans don't continue to send 22 to $28 billion more to Ottawa every single year than what we get back in any federal transfers or services. Okay, on the latter point, this is what I don't understand. What are we hoping to accomplish by bringing up equalization? I get that we don't like equalization. Equalization irks us. And maybe it's more the fact that maybe we just don't get our due respect. That Alberta's carried the load for a long time in this country. Where would this country be without the economic engine that is Alberta? It's a real frustration that maybe that's not appreciated, even more so. You got other provinces and mayors dumping on Alberta and dumping on pipelines and other crucial energy infrastructure. There's a real frustration there. Look, I'll say this. Equalization was last negotiated under a conservative government, the same federal conservative government that Brian Jean and Jason Kenney belong to. So it's a little odd to me to hear these two now talking about renegotiating equalization. But presumably we're not talking about Alberta asking for handouts. I don't think anybody in Alberta wants a handout from the federal government. And I don't think there's any kind of any sort of formula we could come up with where somehow Alberta would be a have-not province. Alberta's been hammered the last two years, and you look at all the, the relevant metrics, we're still way ahead of other provinces on average wages, et cetera. So we're not going to be a have-not province. We're not going to get equalization. And frankly, we don't want equalization. So if we're not asking Ottawa for more money, what do we want? What are we asking for? I mean, equalization is a federal spending program like defense or any other federal spending program. If the feds cut those programs, they've got more money to spend. 
I mean, maybe they could try to balance the budget. They could spend it on something else. So, I mean, I raised the point on Twitter yesterday and asking this question. They could scrap equalization altogether. Just kill the program. And it still wouldn't mean anything for Alberta. Now, Ottawa would have billions more at their disposal. Maybe they'd spend it on something else. Maybe they'd balance the budget. Maybe pay down the debt. Maybe reduce taxes. Maybe there are positive things they could do with that money. But it wouldn't automatically mean Alberta has any more. So this is a huge constitutional can of worms. And the idea of going to the mat with Ottawa, having an expensive referendum campaign, what do we get at the end of that? Frankly, I don't see the point of this. If we want to talk about Alberta's contribution to Confederation, then let's do that. Let's go to Ottawa and make the case. Let's go to BC and make the case. Let's go to Quebec and make the case. Saying, where would this country be without Canada and here, or without Alberta? And here's why Canada needs a strong Alberta. And here's why a strong Alberta depends on getting some of these projects built. We can use that information maybe as leverage. But to get into a, a pointless fight over equalization, I don't see how that helps Alberta at all. I think it plays well. I mean, it's a dirty word here in Alberta. You're not going to go wrong as a conservative politician by dumping on equalization. But we're just talking about spending money on a referendum. I think it's fair to ask, what are you hoping to accomplish? If you want to say equalization sucks, and get out there and say equalization sucks. Like if you're a part of a federal government, though, it's worth asking why you didn't do anything about it when you could. So there's the question. Do you want to have a referendum on equalization? What question are we asking? What do we hope the end result to be? 403-974-8255. We are back with more right after this. Welcome back. 403-974-8255. Now, it seems more realistic to me that we can convince the federal government to get pipelines built. And that we can use this information, like this recent Fraser Institute study that really quantifies just how much Alberta has contributed to Confederation. We use that as leverage. Look, for all its failings, the Trudeau government is smart enough to realize, as any government is, you need the economy to grow. Your political fortunes in a lot of ways are going to be linked to economic growth. And I think that's why they said yes to Trans Mountain. For that reason, they realize that's good for growth in Canada. Certainly, it's good for growth in Alberta. Growth in Alberta is good for growth in Canada. Economic growth is good for an incumbent government. They're smart enough to realize that, I think. But let's use that as leverage. In a whole wrangling over equalization and adjusting the formula somehow isn't really going to help us at all. It was renegotiated not long ago under the conservative government. It'll be renegotiated again Uh, Come 2019, I believe. So what are we hoping to accomplish through a referendum? That's what confuses me. So like I said, I think these guys, including Brian Jean, have put forward some interesting ideas. I just, this one mystifies me. Uh, This text says we need to just change the formula. Not a part of our constitution was put in place to help out Maritimes and Quebecers with federal programs not to ever assist Alberta. I think once upon a time, way, way, way back, Alberta was a have-not province. I could not really foresee any kind of a scenario where Alberta would be a have-not province, uh, and I think we'd really be screwed as a country if that ever happened. Uh, the Constitution Act does address equalization. It says, Parliament and the Government of Canada are committed to the principle of making equalization payments to ensure the provincial governments have sufficient revenues to provide reasonably comparable levels of public services at reasonably comparable levels of taxation. Uh, so that's in the Constitution Act. 
I mean, if not equalization, it's going to be something else, some other kind of social program, some other kind of social transfer. And equalization is only one program where Ottawa sends money to provinces. And Alberta receives various other health and social transfers. But I think inevitably any government program, whether it's federal, provincial, municipal, uh, is going to disproportionately be spent on poorer individuals or poorer regions or poorer communities. That's just how government spending works. Wealthy individuals, wealthy communities don't really need government assistance. So, yeah, it's going to be disproportionately spent on the have-nots, if you were. And that's what equalization is. So, I mean, it's, it's an easy flag to wave here in Alberta. Because it seems like we're getting a raw deal. It seems like we aren't being treated with respect. But I think there's still a notion that... that persist that maybe somehow we have to send a chunk of money out of the provincial budget each year to ottawa that alberta sends transfer payments right and, and that's not how it works but i do think maybe politicians play on that notion i mean the way to leave more money in alberta would be to reduce federal taxes but of course that wouldn't apply just in alberta it would apply everywhere but that would be a start so let's push for that then and we can start by lowering taxes here in alberta too Now, by the way, speaking of of Brian Jean, and this seemed odd to me, the Alberta Federation of Labor put out a press release. Not the NDP, but the Alberta Federation of Labor. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Headline here, Brian Jean's platform would make recession worse. Jean's, quote, moderate platform gives Albertans a taste of UCP's dangerous austerity policies. I mean, this is hyper-partisan NDP stuff under the banner of the Alberta Federation of Labor, which... I'm sure they don't mind because, I mean, basically they're affiliated with the NDP. Uh, again, it's worth noting that Gil McGowan was appointed to be the co-chair of the Alberta government's Energy Diversification Advisory Committee. Uh, and maybe Gil needs to decide what he wants to do. It doesn't really seem appropriate to me to have the co-chair of a government panel engaging in this kind of uh, hyperpartisan exercise. And I'm sure the uh, government wouldn't appreciate it. I'm sure Gill wouldn't appreciate it if Jeanette Patel, who's with GE Canada and is the other co-chair of this committee, were going around sending up press releases denouncing NDP policy. Wouldn't really be appropriate. Certainly not appropriate for the two individuals who are co-chair of this government panel. But, I mean, that's how Gill rolls. Right? Politics courses through his veins. He's a longtime NDP partisan and activist, and obviously he's not going to like anything Brian Jean proposes. This should not come as a surprise at all. But you look at the way they're going after Nathan Cooper, now Brian Jean. I mean, look, they're worried about this new party. No doubt about it. Their uh, fundraising emails uh, make all kinds of references to this new party and the fight we face in 2019. So they're definitely worried. There's no doubt about that. All right, much more still to come today. It is time now, though, for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.